Hi everyone and welcome to the VLGA newsroom, our weekly catch up with the CEO of the VLGA, Catherine Arndt. Hi Catherine. Hello Chris, how are you today? I'm well but I've just realised that I probably can't call it weekly because there was no newsroom last week and am I right in understanding that uh, Twitter went viral with the hashtag what happened to the newsroom? Last oh look week? Chris, we were inundated with outcries of what happened to the newsroom. So. I think the lesson for us is that they absolutely must continue on a weekly basis because I couldn't keep up with the traffic on social okay. media. It would have been easier back. to just carve out the 10 minutes to chat to me rather than deal with all of that. Absolutely. And it's always <laughs> a pleasure to talk to you um, on our weekly wrap up. Oh, thank you. Uh, VLGA is celebrating a bit of a milestone in terms of membership, I understand. We are. I'm very pleased to announce that we have 50 council members uh, as we go into the, well, we're a little bit already into the 2021 period, but um, we welcome a few new member councils, uh, Southern Grampians, East Gippsland, um, Central Goldfields, Golden Plains and uh, Northern Grampians. So welcome aboard and we look forward to uh, connecting virtually with all of our new members and of course um, all of our members uh, as we go into further into the year. Well I'm not here to sell the VLGA on your behalf but I would have thought that this particular upcoming year with new councils with the sort of governance training and advice that you're able to provide is it's the perfect time to be a member of the VLGA? I would think so and I'm not, I would really um, throw out the challenge there to those councils that are not members to I guess consider why they wouldn't be a member of the only independent governance organisation in the sector whose role is uh, really to support governance at that local level and to support the work of, of the councillor group um, and of course in turn the CEO. Uh, so um, please, if you don't know a lot about the VLGA, please reach out and um, certainly we'll endeavour to, to tell you all of the good things that we can offer your council and also your community in turn. Catherine, you've led the charge really for a number of months now in terms of uh, getting information out there about the electoral process and others are stepping in and as, as is appropriate at this stage, such as the VEC with their candidate sessions that are about to happen. I'm not sure if you've done any numbers, but I imagine it's in the hundreds of people that have participated and learned more about the role and the process of being a candidate. Oh, through just through our VLGA um, candidate information sessions and also the local women leading change programs, we have uh, certainly touched and gone into uh, the homes virtually of, of hundreds mm -hmm. of potential candidates. And also just people in the community who are interested in finding out about local government and therefore hopefully um, in a better position to cast an informed vote in the elections that are coming up. My understanding is, and I don't have exact numbers, that the number of people that have completed the prescribed training uh, to date, or as of a couple of days ago at least, is almost to the number of total candidates that actually stood at the last election with a couple of weeks to go before nominations open. I, I think you can probably claim a small part of raising that awareness to people of the, the opportunity that this presents to be part of their local communities in a really yes. meaningful way. <clears throat> yes, I think um, by last count, the mandatory training that's facilitated by local government Victoria had about 2,000 or close to 2,000 uh, people complete that. 
And of course, uh, in the 2016, I think there were just over 2,100 candidates who actually nominated. So close to that figure. And yes, Chris, you are right. We've certainly, with the, the reach of the programs that we've been offering, and even through the VLGA Connect program, we've we've increased awareness of community of the role, the very important role of local government. Well done. And of course, through the YCCC program with Charles Peckinar as well, which is also reaching a very important uh, part of the community. So Catherine, um, it's also occurred to me with uh, COVID-19 restrictions in place, some uncertainty around what the current, uh, how the current ones might play out post September 13, with the council election in the wind. You've been part of discussions around how the industry or the sector uh, might respond to the next phase of COVID-19 response? Yes, the state government has called together a number of industry groups to inform the Premier's roadmap that he will be announcing on Sunday. So the VLGA has been part of the local government industry group along with other peaks. And I guess um, that group has met um, just very recently and um, the advice that that group provides um, to the Premier, of course, goes through a cabinet process now and, and um, to some extent is simply advice. But what I can reassure the sector is that the state government is very conscious of the fact that there are local government elections in October. And if they were to extend the, the current stage four restrictions, they would be receptive to having a look at the, the current safe campaigning guidelines and perhaps considering relaxing some of those activities that are restricted at the moment to allow for, uh, I guess, a, a fair process of, of candidates being able to campaign. Um, yes, that's, that's my understanding as well. But of course, as you say, it's just advice at this point and uh, we need to wait to see what comes out the other end of those processes. But at the very least, we'll be very interested to hear what the Premier says about that high level roadmap out uh, this coming Sunday. Yes, and I think, you know, of course, that's just, I mean, not only is the local government sector and those potential candidates keen to hear that, but the, all Victorians are. So we're all looking forward to, um, you know, hearing that on Sunday, that announcement. Just very quickly before I let you go, there was uh, a piece of uh, legislation, uh, the regulations, in fact, uh, released this week that have some impact on the nomination process, perhaps under a COVID-19 environment. Can you shed a bit of light on the, the impact of that? I can, Chris, and we touched on it probably a few weeks ago on this program where I did indicate to viewers that the Minister for Local Government was very aware that some of the um, uh, current activities, uh, such as the nomination process, uh, the requirement to pay a nomination fee by cash in person may be difficult in a COVID restricted environment. The government um, announced some changes to those electoral regulations on Wednesday this week. What they do is effectively now place the responsibility for looking at those activities with the VEC as the independent um, uh, body tasked with ensuring the integrity of the local government elections. So whilst things may not change due to the timing, but also the technology that might be involved with facilitating electronic nomination processes, the VEC does have the flexibility to look at all of those options. 
Uh, I do also understand that should a candidate perhaps not be able to go and lodge their nomination in person because of health reasons, they might be um, immunosuppressed, uh, they may in fact have COVID and can't leave the house, mm -hmm. that there will be an opportunity for them to seek permission from the electoral manager to have an authorised person nominate on their, or lodge the nomination on their behalf. Okay, so very specific circumstances, but uh, envisaging that some of that may be required as we move through the next few weeks. Absolutely, yes. Terrific. Thank you, Catherine. We're going to have to leave it there. We've got a very exciting live panel coming up, which is obviously live for registrants uh, and will be available to members after the fact, all about the integrity of the election process as well as standards of conduct. Looking forward to having you as part of that. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. It's coming up very shortly. Thanks, Catherine. The newsroom's back, folks. Just relax. It was a one-week-only abeyance. No need for any more Twitter hashtags to be trending, taking attention away from other, well, slightly more important issues. And we'll catch up again soon, Catherine. Thank you. Yep. See you next week, Chris. All the best. That's the newsroom from VLGA Connect.